Jeremy Reisman, proud of Detroit, want to get his thoughts on the Lions' first preseason game. And also he'll answer our Budweiser Folds of Honor, huge question of the day, what line will have a breakout season in 2023. Jeremy is standing by. How you doing, my friend? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me again. Now, I went back and watched uh, the DVR a couple times, and the one thing that stands out to me, and again, I know it's preseason games, and it was nice they rallied and won after being down at halftime, but the speed and athleticism I'm seeing on both sides of the ball is what really excites me about where the Lions are going. Yeah, I can definitely see that. And I, th- I feel like they certainly made a concerted effort on both sides of the ball to, to get exactly like, kind of like smaller and faster, right? Um, they they kind of took on the offense first, I would say, with guys like Khalif Raymond and even Josh Reynolds. And, um, you know, last year was DJ Chark. Obviously, they go out and get Jamison Williams. Now you got Jameer Gibbs back there as well. Um, so, yeah, there's a ton of speed. And, and really on the offensive line, too, a guy like Benet Sewell, uh, crazy fast for a guy his size, too. And then, yeah, on the defensive side of all, I'm, I'm right there with you. I was I was really impressed with the defensive effort on on Friday night, and um, led by a, a whole bunch of guys that that you want to to kind of be led by. Jack Campbell obviously had a really good game. Levi Onzerike, who I think everyone had kind of written off completely, I thought had a good game, especially in the second half there. Um, and yeah, I, the, the the edge group is is very deep, and and we saw that deep into the the third and fourth quarter there, where the lines were just kind of. Uh, a menace to the Giants' offensive line. So I'm right there with you. Yeah, I think I think speed has kind of been one of the things this team is focused on. Even though they're kind of have this like gritty, we're going to run the ball mentality on you. I don't think they they've sacrificed any speed or athleticism to to take on that identity. Hey, take on that identity, but also you look at Laporta faster than Hawk, uh, Gibbs faster than any running back they may have ever had, and that includes Barry and JMO minus a six game suspension for gambling faster than any receiver they've had. So upgrades, upgrades, upgrades. That's why I threw out that huge question of the day. What line is going to have the best breakout season? And there, there are a lot of possibilities, which is a good thing about the Lions, Jeremy. Who do you think is at the top of that list for you? Oh, man, I'd love it to be Jamison Williams, but uh, I think I'm not ready to go there with him yet. Uh, if we're talking, I mean, I'm going to, with breakout, I think that kind of eliminates rookies because, I don't know. They, I feel like they haven't had a chance to break out. So it's hard to, hard to call this a breakout season. So I would maybe go for a second or third year guy. Um, I'm looking at Josh Pascal, um, last year's second round pick defensive end, um, really had his rookie year hampered by injury, but he has come on and just been quietly one of the most consistently good players in training camp. I thought again, he had a really good preseason game as well. He might not start, you know, he might not be a guy that, that gets you 10 sacks a season, but I think he is going to be a a premier feature on this off, on this defensive line. And, and I think maybe even by the end of the year, you might see him starting. And, and so, you know, I, I listened to the alternate broadcast of, of the preseason game there, and Brad Holmes was kind of saying the same things about Josh Pascal. So may, maybe more of an under-the-radar breakout candidate, but but I'm, I'm very intrigued by what he's shown so far and, and uh, what he can provide in 2023. I was talking during the last segment, my opening huge opinion, Jeremy, that these last two preseason games, which usually means squat outside of somebody trying to land a roster spot, but Jamison Williams having to miss the first six games, the drops he's had in practice and also in games, including that one last Friday, I think the next two games are big for him to get some confidence so he can hit the ground running when he comes off that six-game regular season suspension. 
Yeah, no, I no doubt about it. I mean, I, I think I think even last game, which I would agree with you, wasn't wasn't his best effort, um, and and probably might. I mean, he's a. You talk to the guy, and he doesn't feel like, it. Doesn't seem like he's phased by anything that's going on. The, the suspension, the all the extra media attention, the the criticism of the social media, the the drops. None of that seems to be affecting his mood, which I think is an overall good thing. Um, I don't think it's. It, I don't think it's a case where he's ambivalent to, and he doesn't care that the drops are happening. I think it's just he's a he's kind of the mentally guy, uh, mentally a guy who can um, block those things out. But in terms of just like getting better, yeah, these next two weeks are huge for him. I think I think like there's still a lot he needs to do in terms of getting on the same page as his quarterback in terms of his route, um, you know, efficiency, getting getting making sure he's not wasting any steps, and then yeah, working on the, the hands as well because. He's going to be away from the facility for, for the first three weeks of that suspension. He'll be able to come back and be around the facility for the next three weeks. But um, really in terms of getting game reps, in terms of getting time with, with Jared Goff, it all starts and kind of ends in the next two, two and a half weeks here. So um, I, I don't know if the, the preseason is really more important for anyone uh, as much as it is for, for Jameson Williams. Jeremy Reisman, Pride of Detroit. Follow him on Twitter and also uh, Facebook online, proud of Detroit, great website. Uh, who's ready, you know, as I talk about the breakout year, who do you think takes a step back on the other side of that question that there may have been a lot of hope during the offseason, but this player could get surpassed by a rookie or a new free agent acquisition or somebody coming back uh, like Levi? Uh, who is that guy in the lines right now, if not guys plural? Yeah, I guess the, the first two guys that, that jump to my mind are, are Jerry Jacobs and, and James Houston. Um, Jerry Jacobs is probably going to start the season as the, the outside corner opposite Cameron Sutton. But I think this team really likes Emmanuel Mosley, a guy that they added uh, this offseason from the 49ers, who was really about to break out, it seemed like, as, as a breakout star in, in San Francisco before he suffered his torn ACL. Um, unfortunately for him, it looks like he, he suffered a little bit of a setback and had to get a cleanup surgery. And now... Um, it's not entirely sure whether he's going to start the season ready to go or on the, the physically unable to perform list, the pup list. Uh, and if he starts on the pup list, that means he's going to miss the first four games. But once he's back, once he's healthy, I think he is very much a candidate to take over that starting spot away from Jerry Jacobs, even though they love Jerry Jacobs a lot, even though he's a very good and talented player. I, I think there's a reason they went out and tried to get Amanda Mosley. So I think he's a guy that that Jerry Jacobs is a guy that, that could see his role diminish as the season goes on. And then in terms of James Houston, it's, it's, it's a really fascinating situation to me because he's a guy that, I mean, obviously has, you know, eight sacks in seven games or whatever it was last season. And, and everyone's really excited about where he can go in year two, but the lions are treating this guy like he's a third stringer right now. He's, he's constantly repping with the second and third team. Um, and, and given how deep they are, you know, they got, they got Josh Pascal, they got Aiden Hutchinson, they got Charles Harris. They've got, Julian and Romeo Aquara. Um, I don't know if, if James Houston is really going to take a year two step, um, you know, and, and, you know, I don't think he's not going to make the team, but I, I do think he still has work to do to make sure he locks up a roster spot, which I understand sounds kind of crazy considering how good he was towards the end of last season, but the lions want a more well-rounded player out there. So that he's not a liability in the run game. So he's not a liability um, when it comes to maybe some of the better offensive tackles in the league. And so there's still a lot of growth and development for that guy to go for, to, to make. Uh, and I think in, in the meantime, he's only going to have a very small situational role on, on game day. And, and maybe he still makes the, the most of those opportunities, but I think people expecting him to take a huge year to, to jump to, to maybe get 10 plus sacks this season might need to temper expectations a little bit. 
I think he's a situational pass rusher. And again, uh, with their depth they're developing, which is kind of crazy because all offseason, Jeremy, we talked about, hey, they need uh, they need depth at linebacker, depth at, uh, on the D-line. And all of a sudden we're talking about that Houston may not fit in and he dropped eight sacks last year. That is a good thing if you're yeah. a Lions coach or a Lions fan saying goes you can never have enough pass rushers and so um the, the lines may literally have too many pass rushers and you might see them have to cut a guy that's going to get swiped up maybe they maybe they swing a you know a late round pick for for one of these guys whether it's james houston which i i, I don't think will happen but maybe maybe julian o'clara you know former third or fourth round pick um maybe he's a guy that that someone else sees some value in and, and will give the line the sixth or seventh round pick for um it's just it's just kind of a matter of fact when you have seven when you're maybe seven deep at edge, you really can't construct a, rock, a roster to keep all seven. And so hopefully you can turn that into some, some draft capital. And I think maybe that's something to look forward to uh, as, as the preseason here comes to an end. So uh, as we're nearing the end of training camp, looking ahead to the final two preseason games before that NFL opener against the Chiefs for the Lions in Kansas City, what are question marks right now in terms of positions on both sides of the ball and special teams? Yeah, I mean, I think in terms of starting spots, there's there's not a lot left up for grabs. The, the starting right guard position is still very much a battle between Halapuli, Vati, Vitae, and Graham Glasgow, who who returned this year. Um, but other than that, I think you're you're talking about depth positions. You're talking about who's going to be the the third running back behind Jameer Gibbs and David Montgomery after Justin Jackson suddenly retired, uh, and the lines are kind of going through some injuries there. Um, you, 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 I guess you're you're also kind of wondering like how much Brian Branch is going to play right away because. The way things have been trending in the past two or three weeks of, of, of training camp, it really feels like Brian Branch is your starting nickel corner, which means C.J. Gardner-Johnson is now basically a full-time safety, which means Tracy Walker is coming off the bench, which is kind of a, an interesting and a little bit of a surprising development. But when Brian Branch has just been playing so well, um, it, it feels like the Lions don't want to take that guy off the field, and understandably so. Um, yeah, and then beyond that, like the, the edge position, like we said, is, is still very much a battle. I, I guess – Maybe one of the more intriguing ones um, is, is off-ball linebacker, is, is the Mike linebacker, right? Is um, Jack Campbell, is he going to start week one? Or are the lines going to take it slow with him? Because Derek Barnes, a third-year guy who, who just is, you know, really everything seems to be clicking for him this offseason. Does he start as, as the Mike linebacker? And the lines kind of ease Jack Campbell into the lineup just so that they don't overwhelm him. You know, this is a guy that they, they think is going to be there for a decade. So they don't want to put too much on him too early. And, and if they have enough confidence in Derek Barnes, like I think they currently do, and rightfully so, he's been playing very, very well. Um, maybe maybe Jack Campbell here, your first-round draft pick, isn't a day-one starter. And I don't think that it, – it's kind of like the edge position. You're, it, you have a little bit of an embarrassment of riches at linebacker right now, and that's not a bad thing. Jeremy Reisman, uh, it's not a bad thing when we have him on. Great insider when it comes to Lions, pride of Detroit – Follow Jeremy on Facebook, Twitter, Pride of Detroit, same thing. And also uh, online, yeah. I, look, look where our conversation is at from just a year ago. Uh, think right. about think about where they're better than one season ago. Uh, they're better at running back. I, yeah. I Again, the wide receiver position could be, but that, that with J-Mo, they're better than a year ago. The line, I think, is at least you have Glasgow, so maybe – Maybe it's even on that call, better on the defensive line, better at linebacker, better in the secondary, uh, and now better at yeah. backup quarterback with Teddy Bridgewater. 
Come on. Yeah. It's it's why it's easy to look at this team and say, hey, they were 9-8 and eight last year. They should be at least two or three wins better than that. It's not really how the, the, the league works, and, and obviously – Every season is different, and some players are going to regress that you don't expect to regress, and an injury will hit here or there, or you know there'll be some surprise team that you that everyone was sleeping on. But but yeah, when you when you kind of look at it, the basics of, of how this roster is constructed, even compared to last year, like you said, they've upgraded almost every single spot. Uh, on I would even argue offensive line. I mean, if if they can say healthier than they were last year, which shouldn't be a challenge because they were not very healthy last year on the offensive line, um, they should be better too, and so. You're just, I mean, you're, you're kind of, as a Lions fan, I, I think you're just sitting here waiting for a, a shoe to drop, whether it's a, an injury or, or what, but um, it, it's hard not to think this team is in a significantly better spot than where they were last year, which is why the, the expectations and the hopes are so high for this franchise right now. Uh, look at the athlete upgrade from a year ago. So a year ago at this time, even though he suspended, they didn't have J-Mo coming off that knee injury suffered at Bama. Uh, Gibbs, Laporta, uh, Montgomery, uh, as much as you want to talk about Jamal Williams scoring touchdowns, I'm going to tell you what, if that line is the same they were last year for Jamal Williams, you might get 25 touchdowns uh, from Montgomery uh, between the tackles. Uh, Laporta, uh, again, go down the list. Uh, You mentioned CJ. You look at Branch. I mean, my God, Campbell. This is, I mean, the linebacker position is going, you know, all of a sudden, you talked about Houston and Rodrigo. These guys may not find time to get on the field. Yeah, that, and that's that's. I look at that linebacker room, and I think we we undersell just how quickly that thing turned around. Um, because yeah, like this time last year. We were watching Hard Knocks as, as linebackers coach Kelvin Shepard was screaming, saying, don't make me start a rookie, uh, a six-round rookie. And uh, and they had to uh, because there wasn't anyone else in that room that could play alongside Alex Anzalone. And now you not only have Malcolm Rodriguez, but you have Derek Barnes uh, another year under the, the – under the league where, where he seems ready to go. You have Jalen Reeves, Maven, a guy that they very much like beyond just their special teams contributions. And then obviously you get Jack Campbell in the first round. And so, yeah, it's, it's three or four or five guys that they're comfortable throwing out there in the defensive role where last year they were struggling to find two. Jeremy, uh, always good stuff with you, my man. Uh, enjoy the evening. We'll talk soon. Sounds good. Thanks for having me. Again. Right, Jeremy Reisman, proud of Detroit. Follow him and proud of Detroit. Facebook, Twitter, online.